The, the, the breakdown. The breakdown. Hey everybody, Sean King here, and what you are about to hear is the Momentum Advisor Show from Allen and Tiffany, where you will learn all about financial empowerment, financial decisions. You're going to learn all about financial freedom, and I can't wait for you to hear it. deep conversation today is a very yeah. special conversation i don't know if it's a special conversation it's, it's just a, a conversation episode. that i don't know if you would expect from us but it's yeah. kind of like the elephant in the room yeah. thing that we kind of need to address based on what's going on in this world and i think we always feel the need to kind of let you guys know there is a financial lens to almost everything you know what i mean like a lot of these social justice issues a lot of these these things that are happening in this country that we are not in favor of somebody paid for them to be able to happen Mm -hmm. and we see that and and unfortunately and if you've listened to any of our past podcast episodes unfortunately you very well may be one of the people who are funding a lot of the things that take place yeah that's a fact so today we're talking about is your money ruining the world we've done is your money racist yeah but i think this time we're very we're being a lot more specific we're talking about guns Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and this is not you know, we're not being overly political as far as like, should you have the right to own guns? Like, I, I am. I'm being overly political. You don't think that people should have the right to own guns? Not certain guns. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, we're yeah. not. No, I am. We're not being. You know what guns? Like, I'm. I'm just saying. Like, we don't. We're not going into the weeds as far as like what guns you should own, who should own guns. Like, yeah. we just know that these laws ain't lawing. And again, someone is paying for these things. There is some sort of financial gain, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. we are here to uncover. Where you fall in that. Yeah, that's a fact. Because we've had two mass shootings, like major mass shootings in like the span of less than a month. I don't believe that. That we didn't have two mass shootings? I don't believe that we've only had two mass shootings. Like we've had two that we're aware of on a national level. There are others that don't make it to the media feed. But I will tell you, I do think we are, and this may not be a popular um viewpoint but I, I feel like we're overexposed i am overexposed how about that i'm speaking for myself i am overexposed yeah. um to all the ills that are happening in this world and it's it's a it's a lot and if for nothing else i do want it to not happen at all mm-hmm. um but again like Almost everything does have a financial lens, and yeah. that's the perspective that we're bringing today. Yeah, it really does. And we all know about the mass shootings. We won't, we won't go into the stats, but the ones I'm thinking of are the one that just happened in Texas, in Uvalde, Texas, and also in Buffalo, which was racially uh, motivated. And, um, you know, it's just, to me, it's just appalling. Like, my, my spirit is really, really low. You know, just the, the notion that, you know, since Sandy Hook, there's been dozens and dozens of mass shootings at schools, innocent children. It's definitely been hundreds. Yeah. I mean, hundreds of killings for sure. And even one is too much. And so, yeah, if we're a part of the problem, we need to call it out. Yeah. And I think a lot of us are, and this is viewing from social media and just everything that the North Star is doing, like we are trying to get people to make a change. We are trying to get people to impact change. We are trying to get legislature to make changes for people to, you know, just just have these overarching entities be kind of brought down. But there is something that you can meaningfully do inside your portfolio that you don't even know about. So let's start by talking about some of the companies that are literally manufacturing guns. And these are publicly traded companies. These are companies that could be in your portfolio. And before we say that, right, like, so you might hear these companies and you're like, listen, I definitely don't own that stock. It's a fact that I don't own that stock. I never bought that stock. Here's the thing. You have funds, right? You are more than likely, especially if you are contributing to a 401k or a 403b, Mm -hmm. some sort of employer-provided retirement plan, there are funds. Funds are described as a basket of shit. It's a basket. <laughs> I don't think they say basket of <laughs> it's shit. It's a basket of investments, right? Yeah. Any type of investment under the sun. Yes. They don't need to, I'm sure you're not 
aware. It's literally like saying, like, what's all the ingredients in gumbo? <laughs> That's I what a fund is. I don't know. You might be out here telling people it's you don't eat pork. Stuff in there. But it's plenty of pork in your gumbo. <laughs> it's the same thing with a fund. If you're invested in any type of fund, it's a bunch of stuff yeah. that you aren't aware of. You not that they're hiding know. it from you, yeah. but they ain't telling you either. <laughs> yeah, because the fund is not going to be called, hey, this also owns pork and firearms. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. It was funny. I was at Aubon Pond this week. Okay. And I was just getting some, you know, something. And I'm like, hey, does this have dairy in it? Because I'm trying to avoid dairy. They had to go and get this scroll of life, exactly. this huge book. Exactly. I'm like, clearly I'm not the first person to ask, but like the fact that it's like that for your mutual fund, too. It's like that for like your There's mutual a book fund. of life that has all the stuff inside of it. So we're just talking about some of the companies that are gun manufacturers. And these are companies that, unfortunately, after things like mass shootings, people go out and buy more guns. They perform even better. The stocks yeah, go they up. They go out and buy more because they're worried that they are not protected from the next shooting. And they're also worried that someone's going to take their guns away. And sadly, that's not happening. But if we can avoid owning some of these companies, there's less money available for them to expand their empire. So one is Sturm Ruger. Ticker is RGR. So we've heard of the Ruger. In rap songs, they talk about... They do. Ruger and Glock is what you hear typically in hip-hop music. Um, but the name of the company is Sturm Ruger, RGR. Mm-hmm. And then the obvious, the the legendary. Yeah, Smith & Wesson. The Smith & Wesson. And their ticker is SWBI, Smith & Wesson's Brands International. Now, these are small cap companies. When I say small cap, these are companies that aren't, they're not like super large. They're, they're typically under $2 billion in market cap. And when we say market cap, that means if you added up the value of all the shares, what's the company worth in dollars? Right. And so for that reason, they're not included on like major indexes or indices like the S&P 500. Again, does not mean that they're not included in your current investment portfolio. Yeah, these would fall into the small cap universe. So if you own a small cap fund, you may own one of these companies as a part of your gumbo. It may not be the major component, but you own a part of it. And that means that as these guns are being used to literally kill and maim people, you're kind of profiting from it a little bit. I also think about like, Stores that sell guns, Mm -hmm. right? So a store that we know um, sells guns. Um, I know a past shooting where the shooter made it very clear. Evidence showed that the shooter specifically bought their guns from Walmart. Yeah. yeah. Right now, I know we love Walmart for all the other things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cleaning supplies, bleach. Um, I don't buy sheets from Walmart, but you know, they, they, they the TV prices are always low. And a lot of the super Walmarts go hard. Yeah, a lot of areas that's uh, their Patty's main pies. Her her groceries. sweet potato pies are definitely at at the Walmart. Are they still there? I, I don't, I don't see a, why they wouldn't be. I haven't been to Walmart in a minute. Walmart is all inclusive, but they yeah. also sell guns, right? And so you do have to think about that. Now, yeah, now a majority of the sales of Walmart, uh, you know, majority of their earnings do not necessarily come from guns, but depending on how serious you are about this matter. You might want to no longer invest in retailers that knowingly sell firearms. That's a fact. But how do you know, right? Like we already talked about this gumbo. If your grandmother makes the gumbo, you can't walk in the kitchen and say, tell me everything that's in the gumbo. You might get slapped. Like you are you are yeah. crossing lines at that point. That's none of your business. Or she might feel like you are doubting her skills, mm-hmm. right? Same thing with mutual funds. You can request the information. They're not going to make it easy for you to figure it out. But there are tools. There is an online platform that helps make this situation very, very easy. Yeah, there's a website. There's a couple. But the first one we'll talk about, gunfreefunds.org. We'll tweet this out too. Yeah. Gunfreefunds.org. This is a website where you can just simply input the name of your fund and the tool is going to show you what you're exposed to in terms of guns. And again, if you're in a bunch of different funds, whether it be in your 401k or in the portfolio that your financial advisor put together for you, or the portfolio you made yourself. So it's like Google for gun investments. Yeah, that's You literally fact. just put in the ticker of the funds that you're in, and it'll let you know if you are invested in some sort of gun investment, mm-hmm. right? And so you're like, okay, so how do I, I don't even know the hell. Like I just, they take the money out of my check, <laughs> and I don't ask no questions. Yeah. You do get a statement. Like you get a statement somewhere, probably in your email. You probably have some online dashboard 
Just download your statement, mm-hmm. right? Just one time. Download Takes a little bit of work. For people who don't actually ever look at their statement, which I have to imagine you look at it a little bit, at least when you file taxes. Maybe you just went through this with your taxes. Who know knows? Maybe not. They probably didn't. Either way, ask, even if you're trifling, ask HR or just look at a recent statement and it's just a whole bunch of abbreviations, mm-hmm. whole bunch of just letters. The ticker. Those like, are the tickers. Yeah. Right? And just take those tickers and input them in the search engine on gunfreefunds.org and it's going to give you all the information yeah. you didn't want to know. Mm-hmm. Another one is weaponfreefunds.org. Again, mm. this is another way to know if you are profiting not just from guns but also from militarism militarism in general yeah yeah because there's a bunch of other companies that are profiting from war that we should talk about yeah Yeah. so one thing about weapon free funds they're a little bold right they kind of put it in your face they say we have the power to cut our financial ties to militarism you just said that word so well so much Didn't better I, than me. Listen. I'm like military. You <laughs> listen to them. Yeah. And then Gun Free Fund says the same thing. We have the power to cut our financial ties to gun violence. Like, just think about that. Like, mm-hmm. again, we we feel, I know I oftentimes feel like I, I there's nothing I can do. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how to solve this problem. I don't know how to fix things. I don't know how to make things better. I don't know where to start. I vote. You know, I, I vote anytime I'm allowed to vote, I vote. Yeah. But I don't know if that moves things, if that moves the needle fast enough. I know a lot of people probably feel helpless about what's going on right now. Yeah. Guess what? As an investor, you can remove your dollars that you didn't even know you were contributing to gun violence mm-hmm. and war very, very quickly. Yeah. Other things you can do as an investor, really, and, and you may feel like you don't have a voice, but I just believe everybody has a voice and it, it always matters. When you buy shares, you you're allowed to go to the annual meeting and at the annual meeting it's a forum for you to give feedback to the company like one of our clients is a social justice organization and they buy shares just so they can go to the meeting and and be noisy and disruptive to push for things that they want so imagine buying some shares of walmart and then going to annual meeting and causing a ruckus hand out flyers hey did you know like why don't we stop walmart from selling guns you know what i'm saying so like there's two ways to play it. Yeah. I'm just sure. thinking about, I like to always think about like the immediate, like what can we do right now? Yeah, that's a fact. What can we do like in the privacy of our own home? You don't have to leave the house to do this. Pull up your statement online. Go to these websites again. We're going to tweet them, but I feel like I cannot say them enough. Gunfreefunds.org mm-hmm. and weaponfreefunds.org. Go to these websites, put the tickers in and just get a glimpse of reality. I mean, and I'm going to tell you like, you probably will be surprised and appalled like about the money that you've contributed to the availability of guns Mm -hmm. and um, the process of war. So this isn't to shame you. This isn't to make you feel bad. This is to inform you. This is to make you aware that, listen, I can do something today. Yeah. Because I think about, you know, one thing that I think about, there's a ton of companies that profit from war and gun violence. We always talk about the NRA like the NRA, in order to operate at the capacity, they have a, they have a conference. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got uh, regions and, and <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean, directors and all. T- in order to operate at that capacity, they have to have a meaningful budget. Now, we've looked up the numbers. And honestly, we haven't been able to find kind of like their budget number since 2013. Like meaning they potentially haven't made their numbers as available since 2013. Based off of what we know with inflation, I have to imagine through the Trump administration, these numbers have probably gone up immensely. But in 2013, the NRA budget was $350 million. Yeah. $350 million. Where do you think that money's coming from? So, yes, half of that money does come from memberships, like people who go online and become a member of the NRA and they pay their fees. But. A lot of that money comes from other places, grants, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, business relationships, which we're going to continue to talk about on this episode today. Oh, I, I bet you these gun manufacturers are big oh, sure. contributors. Please, business let me put something on it. Oh, of course. And these people are getting funded not through just people sitting down writing their checks. It is through investments. It is through your investment dollars. So stick with us. We're going to go into this in further detail. 
And we're going to give you as much information as possible for you to be able to make change with your dollars immediately. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we're the Momentum Advisors. Thank you so much for listening to the Momentum Advisors Show. This is Sean King, founder and CEO of the North Star. If you want to hear more shows like this, featuring black and brown voices on the most important issues of the day, head over right now to thenorthstar.com to discover all the podcasts we have to offer. We have over 500 different episodes from six different podcast series, and they're all great. Check them out. So we're back. Yes. Right. And I guess today's show feels a little heavy. Uh, I, I mean, think it guess de- the it world feels heavy, heavy right now, right? Yeah, it deserves to be heavy. So on my social media, I, I've just been posting a lot of these things. And I know Sean King is posting it as well. But like, you know, one of the things that really struck me is like, you know, it's Memorial Day weekend. And of course, we honor those who fought and died for our country in wars and in the military but these kids are dying for our rights to hold guns to or the rights to bear arms and you know listen one thing that i think about these rights though like first of all i i know as americans we we stand heavy on our rights uh to do things i just don't think everybody needs the right I don't think we need all the rights to do all the things. It's like we need the right to be able to say whatever we want to say, do whatever we want to do to people, just tear the country up because it's our right as an American. Also, a lot of these rights that we were given were given before we got real advanced oh, with facts. this weaponry. Back in the okay? day, you if had I had the, to load a bullet at a time, you had a sure, musket. Back you in have the, day? the right to load that, take the a three minutes shooter? to load that rifle. Yeah. But these automatic weapons and, and weapons of mass destruction and all these other things. Those weren't the rights that they were talking about. Yeah. I mean, like it'd be the equivalent of me being able to go out and buy a tank or going out and buy a, a missile. Like there needs to be a line in the sand that goes beyond what we have a right to buy. And I think these assault rifles is definitely a clear line that needs to be drawn. Real quick. Can I tell you a conspiracy theory I have? Yes, please do. Don't hold this against me. I love conspiracy theories. And I'm not. Like, my mom is a conspiracy theorist person. I'm not. But don't hold this one against me. But if it's right, just know I said it first. Okay. I think Elon Musk is building, like, an electric tank. Okay. So if you've seen any of the schematics for his, you know, he's coming out with an SUV. He's coming out with a pickup truck. Okay. Right. He, he, Tesla, Tesla's okay. coming out with a pickup truck and SUVs. But if you've ever seen some of the schematics for his thoughts around what he wants his SUVs to look like, they look like tanks. They look exactly like tanks, like to the point where it's not something you would want to see driving down your street. Really, And it makes me think that like he is trying to create an electric arsenal of kind of like weapon related automobiles. Mm. I've thought that since, again, I've, I've seen a lot okay. of the schematics over the years and I'm like, that is not something that should be on the road, mm. but okay. okay. Just my thought. Right. Not saying don't invest in Tesla. I'm just saying, yeah, I'm not investing in Tesla. <laughs> It turns her bomb, though. But so funny. Just talking about yeah. me, myself, and I. So, so today we're we're having this discussion about ways that your money could be ruining the world, and again, in the, in the wake of these, like gun violence, yeah. war, things of that nature. And the thing that I like about these shows when we do them is that they are very action oriented. This is not just to bring you down and leave you where you're at. Mm-hmm. It is to open your eyes, enlighten you, and then tell you exactly what you can do from your computer screen. Mm-hmm. That's right. A fact. That doesn't even necessarily cost you any money. There are a lot of other things. The North Star does a great job of outlining all the things that you can do, who you need to call, who you need to write letters to, all the people you need to donate to. I feel like they do a great job of having that covered. But for us, we feel like we need to pull back the veil 
on the mass dollars that are already funding these things. Yeah. And letting you know that you are a part of it. Sorry. No one told you. That's on purpose. But now you don't have the excuse to say that you don't know anymore Mm -hmm. and just go change it. Yeah. So let's go beyond guns and let's talk about war in Mm -hmm. general for a minute. You know, there's a war going on right now in Ukraine Mm -hmm. and the U.S. military is big business. And there are companies that make a ton of money from servicing not just the U.S. military, international militaries. These companies are not just, again, are not just providing services to the United States because if that was the case... They wouldn't make all this money every year. The United States ain't at war every year. You got to have customers all the time for these companies to be as profitable as they are. Um, Unfortunately, two of these companies, I guess I'm just putting my business out there, but whatever. Two of these companies I've had a direct um, insight into. Okay. So you're part of it. I'm not a part of anything. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) My ex-husband worked for two of these companies. Wow. Um, So he's a part of it. They pay for his education. Um, Which means they also funded your household budget all, for a while. Here's the thing. That has nothing to do with me. And there were still some student loans that I had to sign for. So I, that was sexually transmitted debt. That's that's yeah. gone now. But I will tell you, so a running joke that we used to have in our household when I had a household um, was he would go to work <laughs> and, you know, he would work in like these secret sections. So he couldn't tell me what he was working on. Like I could never know what assignments he had or mm. what projects he had. And I used to always just say, like, listen, just blink. If y'all got Transformers in there, just blink. <laughs> Transformers? If if y'all really do have like Optimus Prime and these Transformers, oh just, just tell me. Like, you, you know what I mean? Don't say it. Write it down on a piece of paper. I'll burn it up. But just let me know, are they in there? He, of course, would never tell me. But I'm, I think, I think you know, again, it was a lot of secret stuff going on that I wasn't aware of. He is no longer in this industry at all. Is no longer affiliated. But, you know, they, yeah. they, were, they were profitable businesses. And these are big companies. So the first one where Tiffany's husband Don't, used whoa, to work. I, didn't, I said two ex-husband. of them. Just okay. two of them in this list. <laughs> didn't say which ones. <laughs> I know two of them in this list. Well, the biggest offender is Lockheed Martin Corporation. Here's the thing. Lockheed Martin, I mean, it's a big company. This is a $190 billion market cap company that does over $65 billion in sales per year. Who are they selling to? 90% of their sales is arms and military services. Yeah. So So that's why he was being so secretive, my friend. I don't know that. He might have been on the, you know, like account. Side. <laughs> he wasn't, but <laughs> yeah. listen. Arms, yeah. my guy. But here's the thing, and I think this is where I feel like there's just like a fine line, or like we can only have but so much opinion. Like in this world, unfortunately, weapons are necessary. For instance, Russia is doing horrible things to Ukraine. Ukraine has to defend themselves to the best of their ability, mm-hmm. unfortunately. So, like, weapons are a part of this way we run this planet. But if Russia didn't have the weapons, go on, just go Word. But yeah. that, I mean, we are beyond that. I got you. Yeah. We're beyond that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like Lockheed Martin exists for a reason, mm-hmm. right? And I don't, I can't say that all the reasons are bad. That's not, you know what I mean? I can't say that. I can't say that what they're doing clearly, clearly is not illegal, but I can't say if it's just black and white, right or wrong. What we are saying is you have the right to determine what your contribution to all this mess is. That's a fact. And if you don't want to be affiliated at all, if mm-hmm. you are invested in any way with Lockheed Martin, you might want to change that. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Like, we're not telling you what to buy and what not to buy. We're, yeah, and I- we're saying that, like, look, if you are morally opposed to war, right, guns, these are some stocks that you should not own. And you might own them in your index fund or your 401k or whatever. And Lockheed Martin is a big company. I just looked up which indexes is Lockheed Martin a part of? All of them. Russell 1000, S&P 500, Russell 3000, S&P 100. That means know, like just, y'all don't even know Russell. <laughs> yeah, you don't know Russell like that. <laughs> but Russell knows Martin, <laughs> Lockheed Martin. Is <laughs> what so we're saying is like, look, if you really care about this, you could be funding the military through your investment in Lockheed Martin. Here's a crazy stat about Lockheed Martin. 
that might be alarming. Okay. Maybe not. Within the last year, their arms sales, sales of not arms, guns, mm-hmm. has gone up 7.7%. No surprise. Yeah. No and this surprise. is just Lockheed Martin, right? Like we're not even, again, we talked about Smith and Wesson, everybody. This is just Lockheed Martin. You Lockheed Martin is kind of like commercial grade. Like they're, they're not, they're, the, they're making the big boy weapons. Yeah. Okay. Sales have gone up in the big boy weapons. 7.7% since last year. Again, think about just logically who is all at war right now. Yeah. It's not just about the United States. Again, so we're talking about just as appalled as we are about what's happening in this country, we're also appalled about what's happening in Ukraine. How do you think that's happening? Yeah. It, the money's coming from somewhere. The money's coming from somewhere. Probably the weapons, coming from the you. guns are coming from somewhere. And again, this is not, you didn't have to write a check and contribute to Lockheed Martin. Mm-hmm. You didn't even necessarily have to go and buy Lockheed Martin stock to own it. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, because we, we talk about the gun companies making the guns. Like these are the jokers organizing whole caseloads yeah. of, of firearms. And like honestly, shipments. the creation of this new advanced weaponry. Right. Like that's not happening. First of all, we already know, like, regardless of how many guns are in impoverished neighborhoods, we know we ain't making them. Mm-hmm. So when it when we start getting more advanced with grenades and all types of, you know, extra fancy stuff shooting around buildings, I don't know if that's really happening. I see that in movies all the time. Like a like born identity. That and stuff like shoot that. in a 90 degree. Like, no, like Mission Impossible. Like the, it can go around a building, come back up straight. Mm. Go through the water, come back up, and get you in the bathroom, yeah. like stuff like that. But that's that's yeah, happening that's at the at the Lockheed Martins of the world, and unfortunately, they're trickling down mm-hmm. to our neighborhoods. That's a fact. Other companies, because I don't want to just pick on Lockheed Martin. And again, I do want to continue to say this is not us saying that making weapons, the weapons that are in this country, are right or wrong. We are saying this is your opportunity to determine yeah. how you feel about it. How extreme are you willing to go? For some people, like, this is it. I don't care if don't nobody own weapons. Whatever it is, I don't want to be affiliated. I don't want to be involved. If you're one of those people, here are your today ways to impact change. And the way you can take it farther is by either sharing this episode or just giving out those websites to any and everybody that you know or going to your HR department. We always talk about, we have a a client um, that I really like and that we do a lot of stuff with. Her name is Julia. um, And she has an organization called the Impact Collective. And one thing that she really preaches about is you bringing it up to someone else is a ripple effect. Mm -hmm. You just having information and doing it, if in your household, that's cool. But if you just challenge someone else, you know, like your HR department, if you have a company that's out here who on their website or tweeted out this week, you know, our condolences go to the families in Texas or we stand with Ukraine. Bet. Thanks. So now that I know that you feel that way, hey, HR, I realize that the funds that I'm invested in are also invested or are part of the problem. As a whole, as an entire company, we need to remove these type of funds from our employer-provided retirement plan packages. Are you ready to do that today? There's a variety of other yeah. options. Wow. There's literally millions of other options. So of the 100 they selected, I think we need to get rid of these 50 and replace them with something else as an entire company. Add some additional options that aren't there. Yeah. Keep them. I don't care. But add some more. So that I can pick some things that express my values and I'm not about war. Yeah. And again, you might be like, listen, I'm not, they're not going to listen to me. But if you just have the conversation, continue to have the conversation, this will have the real impact that we're looking for while we're hoping that, you know, Congress will get their act together. This is the thing that we can do ourselves Mm -hmm. because if there's no money, these things can't happen. Yeah. So other companies, Raytheon. Raytheon. Raytheon sounds cool. Doesn't it? <laughs> that sounds like a black name. That does. Somebody has named their child Raytheon. My boyfriend Raytheon coming over. Hold on. I know. You know what it also reminds me a little bit of? Ray J. Doesn't Ray J have a company with Ray in the name? What's it called? Ray, Raycon Global? It is. It is. Well, this is not what we're this talking not, about. Yeah, we're not talking about Ray J. Raytheon Technologies. And, and you would never think Raytheon is involved in guns. Raytheon sounds like... I don't know. It doesn't sound like guns. Yeah, no. What, what would you think Raytheon does? Lawnmowers. 
<laughs> like, you know what I mean? I think about like, you know, uh, farming equipment, okay. lawnmowers. So they probably used to, and now they got guns attached to their lawnmowers. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So Raytheon, last year, $56 billion in sales, and 65% of that came from missiles, radars, sonars, weapons, targeting systems, maritime navigational systems that control that's underwater. Underwater. Mm-hmm. Submarines. <laughs> Submarines. Yes. Alan was getting lost. <laughs> His words were taken over. <laughs> <laughs> they were one of the companies that the Pentagon recently selected to develop a missile system. Or do you say missile? It's you a say missile. missile it's a missile. <laughs> depends on, depends on the word that comes after it. Yeah. So Raytheon, Is Ray not J, he out. Not Ray J. <laughs> okay. First of all, he Ray J did it first, but this is not Ray J. This yeah. is um yeah, he did hit it first. Yeah. That's true. There's also Boeing. Now yeah, here's the thing about Boeing. Y'all gotta get y'all whole shit together because y'all planes is flaunt is dropping out the sky mm-hmm. and and you're doing weapons. Yeah. Pick a side. Yeah. Boeing is the third largest military contractor in the world. Yeah. Now they're not necessarily it's not guns. making physical guns, yeah. but the, the the planes. The planes are carrying the guns and the missiles and the army and the navy. They're using things they buy from Boeing. Planes and all of these things are a part of war. So they get fifty five percent of their sales from the military. Boeing. Boeing. Then we got North of Grumman. North of Grumman sounds shady, like off top. It does kind of sound. Does it? It's Northrop Grumman. It doesn't sound like it sounds. It sounds like homely. Like yeah. it sounds like Grumman. You know what I mean? You don't think you know you don't think it's they're about that action in the capacity in which they are, but they are huge, huge yeah. in the production of arms and military services. Yeah, they they did thirty six billion in sales last year. Thirty billion of that was arms and military services. That's eighty-three percent of their total sales. And what do you think the other six billion was for? Um, you might have lollipops. Probably. No, yeah, probably. I'm just, I'm just if, if thirty of your thirty-six million. Yeah. Like, what was the other? And six a billion would it be? By billion, the way. right? Yeah. What is the other six for? Yeah, I don't know, but I'll tell you about the thirty. They're they're making money from vehicles, militarized vehicles, weapons, navigational systems. Sea, air, land, and space <laughs> devices. And again, so that's why I think we're also saying, I'm going to continue to repeat this. Like these companies aren't bad. We're not saying these companies are bad. And they do more than just weapons, firearms, and things of that nature. We are just making you aware mm-hmm. of what's out there. And depending on how you feel about things, what you can do about it. Facts. There's mm-hmm. also a company called General Dynamics. They don't want you to know what they do at was, all. That's way too general. <laughs> and it damn they sure really... ain't dynamic. <laughs> I agree. General Dynamics, I thought of like, like they make like plastic goods. General Dynamics, I don't, I'm not thinking. Yeah. It reminds me of the cartoons. They'd always have like a company like. Acme. Acme. Yes. Where they just. Make widgets. Acme they just definitely make doesn't feel like bombs. Yeah, but they definitely were. Well, these general the dynamics are generally general killing people out yeah, here. Yeah, they have the fifth largest arms and military service provider in the world. Mm-hmm. In the world. Yeah. Number five. Number five. Yeah, they're making money from a number of things <laughs> related to war. It's more technology based in general. But the technology controls the drones and the missiles. Yeah. And, you know, big shout out to, we have a lot of listeners who are in the military or used Word. to be in the military or work for government contractors. And look, you know, make your money. But at the same time, if you also don't want to profit from these companies that are making money from war, these are some companies to avoid. That's a fact. So we should talk about private prisons also. Yeah. Like since we're on this topic of Guns and arms and all these other things. Private prisons is another one. Yeah. And so in the same vein where you can go to a website and just put in the ticker of your funds to see if you've got guns and war in your gumbo, you can do the same exact thing with private prisons. So the website is prisonfreefunds.org. I feel like y'all should get the, like, it's a pattern. Okay. At this point, (laughs) gunfreefunds.org. You know what I mean? Like weaponfreefunds.org, prisonfreefunds.org. Yeah. Same exact platform. Consistent. Consistent. I love that. Clearly, they're owned all by the same people who 
hopefully have a charge to change the world. But his, this is the other thing that I think about, right? Because I also think about, like, for years, all of those, like, smoking campaigns were owned by, like, the largest tobacco companies. Really? Hell yeah. Which ones? All, all of the smoking, can, all the- The ones big, telling people not to smoke? Not to smoke. Really? Were owned by the large tobacco companies. This was kind of like their very small budget line item mm. to say, like, all right, we got to do something good. Like, we're getting- all this backlash so we can say we can say we told y'all yeah i guess we it was did also tell y'all the era when bad meant good so it's like hey this is bad for you and they're low-key saying this is good for you i mean either way but like i hope that's not the case here like yeah. where all the gun companies are like listen we got to do something a little bit yeah. just to say it's in the budget but prisonfreefunds.org now we've talked about this before we've made this very very clear um, to me, it's as clear as what we're talking about with guns right now. With your investments, if you are invested in funds that own real estate or REITs, which are real estate investment trusts, mm-hmm. there is a very, very strong chance, very strong chance that you are invested in private prisons. Mm-hmm. The reason why is because they're very profitable. And these fund managers have the goal to get returns, not to be socially conscious. Yeah. Right? Unless it's an ESG fund which those just started coming out. The goal is to make you guys money. But you want to see your returns. I'm going to stop you for a minute. So these ESG funds, ESG is uh, is code for socially responsible investing. And the E is environment. The S is social. The G is governance. What I find is that- They ain't talking about guns. It's mainly the environment, these ESG funds. These funds might own a little bit of private prisons and be good with it. Because the private prisons aren't killing the environment. As long as they're using solar. You see what I'm saying? So we've got to take it a step further to figure out if you own and are profiting from private prisons. So some of the big private prison stock companies. They just put it out there. Just yeah. straight in your face. Yeah. Core Civic. Does that sound like a prison? The ticker Core is CXW. sounds like a Votec. Like, like <laughs> where you can go and learn HVAC services. Like yeah. Core Civic. Ticker is CXW. Yeah. Ain't no P in there. There's no P in there. Yeah, you wouldn't no, know this had anything no to do idea. with the prison. Yeah, but they are the largest operator of private correctional facilities. And they get 30% of their money from ICE. Because what people don't realize, so in 2021, Biden had an executive order that said, once private prison contracts are up, federal only, not state, because there's a lot of jokers in state private prisons. But when the federal contracts are over, we're not going to renew them. So a lot of these companies then focused on detention centers. Right. And again, the states- There's no rules about those ones yet. Yeah. not a, Well, the federal government can't control that. Right. So CoreCivic is big. The GEO group, GEO group. First, what's wrong with GEO? Yeah. Again, they know what they're doing, right? And making these the names of these companies sound just mm-hmm. very soft and under the radar. Yeah, just GEO. I work for GEO. GEO group. Right. You know. You mean like National Geographics? Like you, that's it. <laughs> Remember the Geo Metro back yeah. in the day? As oh, car? the car. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah they're not talking them. about that. Geo, G-E-O, is also an investment, a, a stock that directly profits from the private prison complex. Absolutely. And then finally, I mean, there's, a, there's so many companies that are involved in private prisons. Palantir, what's funny is Palantir is all over the news right now on CNBC because they're a big data company. Everyone's talking okay. about big data. We like data. People aren't talking about the fact that Palantir is the biggest contractor to ICE. You know, when I say ICE, I don't mean the ICE, ICE baby. I don't mean the cold stuff. I'm talking about the immigration and customs enforcement part of the government. Now, I remember, I remember pre-COVID, we went to a conference And we went to a conference where we were just learning about a variety of different funds, right? Like, so investment advisors attend conferences to learn about alternative investments to bring back to their clients that they think will have strong returns and that will align with the things that you're interested in. And I remember a guy got up there and he was selling the hell Mm -hmm. out of a fund that solely focused on ICE. Mm-hmm. He was showing us pictures of the detention centers. Yeah, but in the beginning, he was saying these are government real estate real estate opportunities, mm-hmm. and then he went a little further into what type of real estate yeah. they own. Straight up prisons. Yep, and detention centers for immigrants. And no one flinched. No yeah. one else in the room flinched. People like, oh, this, this what's the returns? This could be something. This might be great. You know, we have very clients stable. who are very interested in real estate. Yeah. They love some passive income. Yeah, what's more stable than the U.S. government? 
There we go. So this stuff is out there. And we are making sure that you know about it. So there's more for us to give you. There's more for us to share. Stick with us. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we're the Momentum Advisors. It's the pathway to freedom that's leading to the North Star. So I, again, this is like a a Debbie Downer episode. Is it? It's not a Debbie Downer. Like the, first of all, the world is the downer, right? We are telling you how you can make change. Yeah. How about that? So this should be an uplifting or empowering episode because you now know that you have power that you weren't aware of before. You can take some power back Mm -hmm. and allocate it somewhere else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if for nothing else, if you've been feeling helpless all week, helpless all year, helpless all your life around all Dang. these things, I'm just saying, it depends <laughs> on how life. old you are. Depends on how old you are. Um, and just how are things so bad? I don't believe in war. These, these, I don't believe in all these shootings. This is all horrible. Terrorist attacks, all these things. We, Everything is happening to me and I can't do anything about it. But you're an investor. Mm, Lord. You mm. contribute to your 401k plan. Mm. Your employer, wow, my great employer provides me with the opportunity to invest. And I just let them take the money out of my check. Yeah. Mm. And I get returns off of it. Mm. Just so you know, it's a very strong possibility. And this is not to shame you. Again, this is a very strong possibility that since the moment you've started investing for your retirement, you've been investing in guns, war, or prisons. Yeah. And imagine, I'm going to just take what you said a little different. You're a black person. You worked hard your whole life. You've been saving for your retirement. You put your money into an investment. That investment then goes out and buys gun companies that is pushing guns into your community. Your family may be or your community may be the victims of gun violence. Folks are being imprisoned because drugs are being being pumped into your community as well. And you're... The money's coming from you. Mm-hmm. And whether you're a black person or not, I'm just saying like... Or your company. Yeah. Right? Your employer. Just think about for people who work at large companies and there's hundreds or thousands of people in some sort of retirement vehicle. Do you know how much power that is? Yeah. You know how much money they're getting in mass? Maybe you're like, listen, I only it's only like $50 on mine. Like, but yeah. you think about everybody else's. Mm-hmm. So that should also, again, empower you to feel like, but if I have the conversation, because who knows? HR probably doesn't even know. You might work in HR and have never Lord. known or heard anything about this in your life because mm-hmm. it's not your job to pick the funds. You have a company that goes out and picks the funds and they're, that's their job to know these things, to understand these things. So even if you're in HR, you don't you you're not aware of these things, but now you know and you can say, listen, if we really do believe in these things as a company, we put yeah. out these statements, we put out these social media posts, there is something that we could do today. Yeah. Remove these funds from our retirement package offerings and just replace them with something else. Yeah. And by the way, it's your money. Word. It is your money. When you put money into your 401k, that's money that comes literally out of your paycheck. And it goes into investments that you select and it is your company's responsibility to make sure that there are options that are appropriate for you. And so don't feel ashamed. Don't be afraid. I want you to feel emboldened to walk into that office and say, why do I have investments that are funding things like guns and prisons and war? And let's not forget all the other stuff that we talked about on Is Your Money Racist? Like, are the managers black? Are the managers women? Are the managers Hispanic and Latino and Latinx? Like, in addition to that, why am I also funding things like war? Why am I giving the gun companies money to then produce these guns that are going out and being a part of mass shootings? It's your money. It's your right. So let's talk about how to take that step with your company? Because it might not be so easy to just walk into the 401k office. There probably is no 401k office or the HR office. So number one, you want to talk to your colleagues, build a little coalition, mm-hmm. maybe have a listening party. Here's the first thing I Play this do. episode. I don't know about a listening party, but maybe, you know, send this, send this out. Maybe you do send this podcast episode to HR. We've worked with a lot of companies. We can't really mention them. We worked with a lot of major companies where someone has sent the podcast episode to their HR department 
and then a bigger conversation happens. Mm -hmm. But this is what I would do. Again, get your statement. You can't talk shit about nobody else till you actually get your own statement and spend the 35 minutes it's going to take you to go to one of these websites and put in the tickers of your funds. Yeah. If you can go on social media and stalk that man, <laughs> find out who such and such is dating. Looking in the reflection on the looking cup, at on all the glass. Outfits, trying to see what she wearing. Is her body real? All the things. You can spend 35 minutes putting these tickers in the websites that we talked about to first understand how foul your own portfolio is mm -hmm. understanding all right so these tickers for sure are a problem because we're not we're not saying all of them just a, some of them these tickers for sure are a problem hey guys i did this exercise this weekend would you be open to doing the same thing i'm gonna give you these websites mm -hmm. just put in grab one of your statements only one you only need one put in these tickers let me know what you find at that point, now it's personal. Now it hits home. Just saying like, hey, y'all, we probably invested in guns. Someone's easily going to say like, I ain't do shit. Like, make it personal. Know how far you're invested. Get comfortable with knowing some of these tickers that are offensive to you. Yeah. Allow others to make this personal to them. Now is something y'all got to do about it immediately. Yeah. The very first thing is to get out of the funds. Mm -hmm. Now, that's not... Just black and white either, yeah. right? Like you just can't start selling stuff. Yeah, you don't want to sit in cash. <laughs> you don't want to sit in cash. You don't Gotta... have, you know, start creating tax expenses and things like that. So if you do have a financial advisor, talk to them about this and say like, these are the, this is the goal. We got to get out of these things and into other things. Mm -hmm. So please only now moving forward, present me with things that are not invested in guns, prisons, war, but I got to get out of these funds as quickly as possible. So please come up with a tax efficient plan for that to happen, to put me in some new stuff, some better stuff. Yeah. So I can move on with my life knowing that I did my part in this particular way. In one way. Yeah. So going back to the 401k, 403b, administrator at your job. So number one, get some colleagues together. I guess number two was to Tiffany's point, look up your exposure to these different things. Number three, identify the best people at your company to talk to. Again, every company that has a retirement plan has people that are responsible for that plan. They're typically in HR and there might be someone at your company. If your company has a foundation or a chief corporate responsibility officer, there might be people that you can go to, to be allies, to help you in this, in this quest. And then number four would be bring a solution to the table. How about these specific funds? And maybe you can look on these different sites that we gave to find some funds that don't have guns and weapons manufacturers and these different agents of war involved in them. And then send a letter, get everybody to send a letter, have a campaign, like be an activist in your company and you can make a change. I really believe that. I really, really believe that. So we've talked a lot about how to do it in your portfolio. I also want to take a couple minutes and I don't want to steal Sean's thunder with regards to the activism stuff outside of your portfolio, but I do think it's important to vote. And I think like nowadays we're just allowing the politicians to do whatever they want, right? Like they are, we accept folks that are moderate and like, Hey, I don't want to, I don't want to be too progressive. I want to just be in the middle. And we talked earlier about the NRA. The NRA makes over $300 million a year in revenue. And most of that revenue comes from people who are gun owners, who pay membership dues and things like that. But they turn around and they fund politicians. The biggest politicians that get money from the NRA, it's Mitt Romney from Utah. It's Richard Burr from North Carolina. It's Tom Tillis from North Carolina. It's Roy Blunt in Missouri. It's Joni Ernst in Iowa. It's Marco Rubio in Florida, and it's Rob Portman in Ohio. We've got to get these folks out. We've got to organize in these states, in these counties. We've got to vote in some folks that are for gun reform. Vote for some folks who are willing to go and mix it up and fight to get some gun control legislation passed. And again, I'm not saying you shouldn't have a chance to bear arms. I am saying these assault rifles got to go. I am saying we need more background checks. We need more waiting periods. We need to do something different than what we've been doing. And I do think that politics really matters. So I think we've said a lot. Yeah. 
We've given you some tasks. I feel like we've given you some hope. Yeah. Right. And like, if you've been feeling hopeless, which I know I have, we've given you some hope on what you can do immediately and how you can, because I think everybody's role, like in, in social justice or just like in these issues is different. Everybody's not going to be petitioning. Everybody can't be on the front lines. You know what I mean? Like everybody can't, they don't have a lot of extra money to give. So everybody's role is different. Mm -hmm. This may be the charge that you choose to take for yourself and potentially with your employer in all other spheres of influence. You might be affiliate. You might have some homegirls, especially black women. I feel like my friend group has a lot of impact. I got a lot of CEOs, a lot of leadership who run companies, who, you know, run major departments, especially people who work in diversity and inclusion. Mm -hmm. Diversity and inclusion is more than just hiring black people and women. Right. If you if your company has made the effort to hire or create a department that focuses on diversity and inclusion, then they should absolutely care about diversity and inclusion when it comes to the money that their employees are contributing to this world. Yeah. That's a great way to help solve the problem. Mm -hmm. So hopefully this episode, while it may be a slight shift from what you're used to, maybe not as fun and upbeat as we typically are, you should feel so empowered to make change immediately in what you can do. This is a great way to not sit on the sidelines this time. Love it. So we'll be back next week. Please enjoy your Memorial Day. Um, Don't forget these websites. Gunfreefunds.org, weaponfreefunds.org, prisonfreefunds.org. You got a little homework assignment. We'll see you next week. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we're the Momentum Advisors.